Welcome to Above Limitations with Pastor Victoria, touching lives and communities with the words of deliverance and raising people above limitations. I need few moments of your time to minister this word to us. I was telling, I was saying um, earlier on that I, I, I don't want to repeat my message anytime. I just want to give something new. But sometimes it's the Holy Spirit have directed you to, to revisit this place again. You revisit it. We cannot stop preaching about the power of his restoration because that is the reason why we are here. So the, the power of his restoration, the restoration of the Lord Jesus Christ, that I'm talking about that he, he died and died and rose. We, every day we have to talk about it because that is the reason why we have salvation. Amen, somebody. That is the reason why we have salvation. So uh, today I just want to minister to us about the power that is there in the restoration of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't want us to just flow with it. Restoration is not just about Easter egg. I was looking out for Easter egg because I love eating chocolate anyway. So, but if you look at Easter, Easter is not really about Easter egg. It's about the power that have been made available for us. Please, it's important that we know the power of his restoration. Knowledge is power. Many people go to church and roll with it. Many people go to church because I need a miracle. Many people go to church because I need deliverance. But you cannot experience miracle, deliverance, blessing, breakthrough without knowing Jesus Christ. Please, let's stop flowing with people. Let people stop running around and looking for what you have not lost. What you are looking for is in Christ Jesus. The deliverance and the breakthrough. I just love preaching the gospel. I just love to let people know that there is a savior that saved me. That I always want to present to you. That if he, if he can deliver me, he can deliver you too. There is no need for you to be going on about and looking for what is not lost. He said, why are you looking for a living soul among the dead? Why are you going to places where they are dead? Christ is not in them. Why are we going to look for salvation where the pastor himself or herself is not really saved? Why are you going out to look for somebody to show you the way and the person themselves does not really know the way? The blind will lead the blind. And how can that person give you holiness and righteousness? I want, us to, I want it to sink in into our life that whatever you need is in Christ Jesus. When we have Christ, every other thing will be added unto you. When you have Jesus in your life, that I may know him, Philippians 3.10, that I may know him and know the power of his restoration. So today, I want us to understand why today is very important. Many people doesn't see it important. And that is why I sent a message out last week. I said, where will you be on the day that they, they were actually celebrating your Savior? I was driving yesterday. I have to pack and begin to bless them. 
I said, Father, where would I be without you? I begin to cry, not tears of sorrow, but to say, thank you, Jesus. Where will I be? Who will know me? I am, I am just like that donkey. That the reason why I can be known, the reason why I can stand at this side of this puppy is because of the Lord Jesus Christ. That make me his ambassador and his mouthpiece. That is what makes a difference. And I cannot abuse it. If you abuse it, if you lost it, you are in trouble. What makes you a human being today is what we are celebrating today. What makes you to have whatever that you have, whatever, whatever that you may be today, or whoever that you are today, what gives you the power to be that person is what we are celebrating today. The resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. If our Savior have no reason, we haven't got power. If your Savior, if my Savior Jesus Christ have no reason today that we are celebrating the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, the power of darkness, evil altar from our Father's side, will have dealt with us in a bad way. What gives us power to stand and face the kingdom of the devil and say, you can't touch me, you can't do this, is the resurrection. So you have to celebrate today not, oh, I'm just going to church, but to celebrate it. It's important to say today, I am celebrating you. I come to magnify your name, to say you are worthy for saving me. So the power of his restoration. Today is the day that God Almighty, and let me say, Jesus Christ gave us power. Today is what makes me to stand and face any power of the darkness. Today is the day that gives me the audacity to face principalities and power. To tell them they haven't got any mouth or any power. Today is the day that God Almighty gave us power to be victorious over every demon, over every forces of the enemy. Today is the day that the Lord Jesus Christ gave us power to overcome dead. And he said, dead, where are you? Where is your strength? And the Bible said, today is the day that brought redemption into my life. He died and he rose. Today is the day that make us to be special among every other religion. There is no any leader that died and rose up again. But only one savior, only one redeemer, only one Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He died and he did not remain dead. He proved his power and he rose up again on the third day. I want you to understand that there is no any other savior all over the world or that have ever existed or that is not going to exist ever again apart from my Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So that is the reason why I ask you when you come in this day, you celebrate our Lord Jesus Christ for giving us power. 
We're celebrating for giving us the power. I can stand anywhere. I can face any demon because they say he has given us power to overcome principality, to tread upon serpent and snakes and all over the power of the enemy. And that is the reason why nothing can harm you. That is the reason why no enemy can harm you. Principalities cannot touch you. Witches and wizards cannot touch you. Evil forces cannot touch you. Because my redeemer liveth. Oh my God. If your father died 20 years ago, 10 years ago, there is nothing he can do for you again. But my savior died and he rose back again to defend me, to protect me, to stand with me every day of my life, to guide me every day of my life. Your father is always there. Tap your neighbor and say your savior is risen. My God, hallelujah. Today, can I tell you, church, is the day that the Lord, our Savior, was victorious over death. They, they kill him. They put him in the tomb and they put a big stone upon it. And they said he cannot come out again. But the Lord proved them wrong. Put anything over me. You can't stop me. Let the enemy put anything on your way. Let them use anything to stop you. They can't stop you. Why? If they cannot stop your savior, they cannot stop you. Let me tell you, they tried for three days. He was there, but they cannot stop him. The enemy might have thought, oh my God, he's there first day. He's there the second day. He cannot get up. And they actually put the stone there. But our Savior proved to them that our God is a God of his word. And his words are yea and amen. Hallelujah, somebody. I want to confirm to us today, the reason why I ask you to celebrate is that if the Lord Almighty was victorious over the graveyard, your father was victorious over graveyard. I'm going to say that again. Your savior was victorious over graveyard. Then that means that it can be victorious over cancer. It can be victorious over barrenness. It can be victorious over high blood pressure. It can give you victory. If it can give victory over death, what is it I cannot give victory over? What is it I cannot give victory over? It is your choice to decide. If the Lord our God is victorious over death problem that was there, the stone, the big stone, can I tell you, is greater than that graveyard. And that means that it's greater over anything that has ever frustrated you. He is greater over every depression. He is greater over every frustration. He is greater over everything that you are worried about. My God is the father that has the power to change a situation. The unchangeable changer God. Celebrate your Lord Jesus today. Celebrate your Lord Jesus today. Celebrate, I say, celebrate your Lord Jesus today. Celebrate your Lord Jesus today. I say, celebrate your Lord Jesus today. I want to recommend to somebody here, in case you didn't have him as your Lord and your Savior, I always tell people, if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. 
if we can remove that shame and limitation out of my life, it can remove it out of your life as well. If we can give victory over death, I don't know what the enemy said will kill you. He has the power to actually give you victory over those things as well. Praise the name of the Lord. Can I tell you to just give him your heart? Give him your mind. Surrender all to him. Is God everything that you need? There is nothing to be parabolating about. Going on about and say, I'm frustrated. I need solution. There is a Lord that has solution in his hand. Give your life to Jesus. Know him as your savior. That scripture, let's look at it. Pastor, help me. Philippians 3.10. Philippians 3, 10. That I may know him. That I may know him. And the power of his resurrection. And the power of his restoration. And the fellowship of his suffering. Please, I want you to put it on the screen if it's there. Yes, okay. Can we read it together? That I may know him. And the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his suffering. Be conformed to his death. That I may know him. Somebody say, I want to know him. No, I want you to say it that, that I may know him. And the power of his restoration. And the power of his restoration. And listen to this now. It didn't stop there. And the fellowship of his suffering. There's some people doesn't want to suffer with the Lord. They don't want to take any pain for Jesus. They don't want to take any ridicule for Jesus. Did you see those lashes? Did you see those beatings? He took it off for you. You and I are the one that's supposed to be at that side. Being beaten. If he can take it for you, how come you cannot take something for your Lord Jesus Christ? Listen to this. The greatest desire of Christians, of everyone, should be to know him. Because in the Bible, the greatest desire of everyone is all the men and the women of God. Their passion is for them to truly know who is Jesus. Most of the time, we don't want to know who is the giver. But we want to take what the giver has come. We don't want to know who is Jehovah Rapha. The great healer. But all what we need is the healer. Listen, I cannot be in Tesco or Asda and I park my car, I have my key. You say, can you give me your key? I didn't know you. If daddy come and say, give me your key, I won't be able to give me the key. I can't say why or what, what reason. I will give. That is what they call relationship. He knows me. I know him. But when a stranger comes to you, you can't give your key. If you don't know Jehovah Rapha himself, for you to experience the power of the person that is called Jehovah Rapha, you will not be able to experience it. So you can be a Christian and still be sick. The reason being that you don't know him 
as Jehovah Rapha. You can be a Christian and still be poor. Why? Because you don't know him as a provider. You only know him the day you gave your life to him. Can I say that salvation or Christianity has to grow more? You've got to grow. The stage is set for you to grow. You cannot remain the same person 20 years ago that you give your life to Jesus. That I may know him. Our desire is to continue to look and say, I want to know you. Moses said, Father, I want to show me your glory. Your glory means everything about you. I want to really have a relationship with you. How can you say you have a relationship with the Lord Jesus that you don't even know anything about him? You cannot say who he is. You cannot say any, you cannot bring anything about this person. I remember I used that sometimes ago. That many, if I ask every one of us here, do you know the queen? Yes, is the answer. But do you really know the queen? Have you ever speak to the queen before? Do you know, I know I can say, I say do you know where he lives? They say, yes, Buckingham Palace. Have you ever entered into the place before? Do you know where he sleeps? Do you know his best friend? Do you know anything about him? No. Have you not lived in the country of, of the queen before for a long time? Yes. Have you not been to Buckingham Palace? Maybe you went there to see? Yes. But do you know him? No. Because you bought the plane with somebody that is big and great. does not mean you know them. Don't be deceived when people post pictures on, on Facebook or anywhere. And they stand quickly next to the person. Take picture. They go like this. And when you see it's oh my God. You know Ambassador John? Okay, Obama. You can meet them just somewhere. And you took the picture. And you post with them. They haven't got a clue of that person. The same thing happened with that relationship with Jesus. You haven't got clear about Jesus. And how can the restoration power work in your life? How can the restoration power? You don't know why he suffered. If we ask you, why was he beaten? Why, was, why did they put the, the crown of, uh, upon his head? The thorn of the crown. And the crown that have tongue. And why did they put it on his head? You don't even know. You can't give a clue. You can't say anything about it. You don't know the story about Jesus. Did you say you know Jesus? Please, start over, all over again. Let's rewind it. You don't know him. And that is why his name is not working. That is the reason why there are no answers to prayer. Let me ask you this question. Did Paul not know Jesus? He has given his life to Jesus long time before he wrote that scripture. But there's something that he still decided to know. David did not know Jesus. God, he did. But he said in the book of Psalm 42, he said, as the dead panted for water brooks, my soul panted after my soul longs after you. My soul wants to see you. Not what you have in your hand. My soul is longing to see you. And Paul said, I said, I want to know you and the power of your restoration and the fellowship of your suffering. That is the greatest desire of every one of us. Not that I want you to bless me. 
Not that I want you to give me car. Not that I want you to give me house. Not that I want you to give me this and that. How do you know somebody? Is the question. Many people in the house. Yes, you know me. If they, if they put my picture somewhere. Do you know this man? Oh yes, you're my pastor. But do you really know me? If I use example, the way you know me is different from the way that you know me. It's different from the way that my children know me. It's different from the way Pastor Blessing know me. It's different from the way Raphael know me. There are some people that work close, very close to you. That they know if they, if they, if they give me something to eat, some people that will say, no, mommy is not going to eat that. Because they have relationships. The power of his restoration is what I want you to understand here. Do you ask your neighbor, do you really know him? To ask your neighbor again, do you really know him? So, knowing Christ, first of all, what does it mean? I'm just going to just go quickly. What does it mean? To know Christ. What does it mean? Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 23. Let us look at that. Jeremiah chapter 9. Jeremiah 9, 23. Yes. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Yes. Let not the mighty man glory in his might. Yes. Nor let the rich man glory in his riches. But let him who glory, glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord. Yes. Exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. Praise the Lord, Pastor. Um, listen to this. He said, let no one glory. There's some things that people want to know. There's some people that you want to know. People that have greatness. People that actually, they are bright. We tend to admire them. We tend to look for people that have intelligence. People that is very knowledgeable. And, it, it, and uh, you know, he said, oh, those people that are physically gifted in strength, talented people, are those people that we want to know. But the Lord said through Jeremiah that none of these is of great importance. It's not about that this person that I know, they've got great talent, they have wisdom, or they have strength, or they have riches. He said, what matters more than anything is the understanding of knowing Christ. The person you know can teach, they can preach, but are they connected to God? Many pastors went to Bible school. Like the way that somebody will go and learn about to be a doctor. So they learn how to teach, how to, to make people to give non-stop. Then that is just like the way a salesman goes to school to learn how to manipulate people to give. They are salespeople. They make sure that you buy by first by fire. Telling you that thing that you want to buy is good. They themselves are not using it. I remember when my son was salesperson. They know that thing is not good though. But they present it to you that is good. That is the same way some people are, that you go to. But he said, the best thing to do in life is to know him. The law, the covenant of who is the light and kindness, justice, and righteousness. How do you know him? Knowing him, knowing Jesus as your savior, number one. 
knowing him as your Lord. Like I said before, Peter already knows Jesus Christ as Savior, but he hasn't really known everything about him. Knowing the Lord Jesus as your Savior is what Paul wants to know. Can you really say, my daughter is dying. Do you know him to be somebody that can heal? That is what we're talking about, knowing him. Do you know, can I know you as a miracle-working God that now I'm a, I've lost my job. There is no way I can pay my rent or my mortgage. Then you trust him and you know him that he makes way where there is no way. That is when we're talking about knowing him. Knowing him, they've given you three, four deportation letters and you know him that you know what? He has given me the word that whatever the soul of my feet step upon, uh, he will give unto me. That he has given me that word. I want to see you. And you, are, are you still believing at airport the miracle take place? Knowing him as a deliverer is what we're talking about. Not just everywhere they ask you, are you a Christian? Yes, I am. But do, do you know that everything in your life demonstrates that it is, you are a Christian and the power, the power of his resurrection, what does it do when you know him as your redeemer, as your healer, as your Lord, as your provider? Do you really know him as your teacher? I pray for somebody that said, dedicate my car yesterday. I pray when I dedicate the car. One thing that I said, I said, may you know the Holy Spirit as your navigator. As your, let him navigate the journey. If you obey, and I say, may the Lord give you power to obey when he's getting you. Knowing him as somebody that can show you the way. Or you are just going, you don't have a relationship, you are in a journey, you say, oh Lord, baby, Guide me in the Alpha and Omega of this journey. And throughout the journey, he didn't say nothing. You didn't know him. He must talk to you. He must tell you which way to go and which step to take. That, is, that means that you know him as the way you should know him. Not just by mouth. Many know Christ by mouth. When you know him as your savior, as your resurrection. What does the power of his resurrection do? The power of his resurrection bridge a gap between us and our God. He stands in the gap to make sure that wherever you want to go, step on me. Wherever you want to go, make me a bridge. Where you cannot get to before, I will stand and make a bridge for you. Ride on me to any destination. Can I tell you? You can't just, do you know what my, uh, my daughters do? I, yeah, I was sharing with somebody. When you, I, I lie down and say, oh my God, I'm tired. I've been here. I preached last night. I preached there, And I just, ah, few minutes. Let me just sleep like this. Then I, I put my head down to sleep. And even um, this particular one among them, the one that say, mommy, go and sleep. Rest. I will do, I will do every other thing. Then as I lie down to sleep, it's time for her to go to Kedet. She come right to my bedroom. Wake me up. Mommy, are you sleeping? And I look like, oh, because can you take me to Kedet? Now, what, was, what is she doing? Exercising that you are my mom. I know you are tired, but get up. 
take me to where I need to go. When she asked me, when she wake me, she know I'm sleeping. But she asked me, are you sleeping? Now, what am I trying to bring up? Can any, can you come into my house? Come and wake me up to take you somewhere. You can. Even if she's telling you, if you, you come to the door and say, go and wake mommy. No. Somebody say relationship. Jesus is there to drive on me to anywhere that you are going. Anywhere they say you cannot get to. I have come to actually bring connection between you and what you cannot have before. Until you have a relationship with him. A relationship is what makes my daughter to come into the room. I want you to take me to where I'm going. And I cannot say no. The Bible said, Daddy was preaching on Sunday and on Friday. When he saw people that are sick, when Jesus saw people that are, that are born in bondage, the Bible said, he has compassion towards them. He has compassion. It's relationship. Compassion is what will make me when I will tell the girl, don't call me when you get to the you? I won't come and pick you up. But when they are dead, they haven't even called me. I'm calling them. To say, are you in the station so I can pick you up? I don't want you to walk through the night. That is the way our father is standing. Offering you every help. When you are stranded, he doesn't want you to be stranded. No matter how tired, even that God has we start, is never sleep nor slumber. Always awake to help you until you have a relationship with him. It's the way he can help you. I am presenting my savior, my bridge, my rock, my conqueror, my deliverer, my great healer. That is the one I'm presenting to you today that you too may know the power of his resurrection. Let's do another thing. That you may know him. That is the prayer I want you to pray today. I want to know you. And that power that restoration. You can't just have a dead situation that the, you cannot call the power of his resurrection into it. There is a power that brings back the womb of, of, of Anna. Anna's womb was long gone at age 90. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Was Lazarus not there? It was the power of his resurrection that brought him back to life. It is your choice to bury your what is dead. And forget about it. But it's your choice to take Jesus to the tomb of where you bury your marriage. Where you bury your destiny. Where people have buried you. It is your choice to say, Father, I am here. I want you to wake me up. Restorate my destiny. It is your choice to live a life that people give you 20p. It is your choice to wait on people. And when you wait on people, can I tell you, automatically you will become a witch. I'm going to explain that. When people don't have time to come and give you what you need, you will hate them. You will be fighting against them. You will be angry towards them. But can I tell you the truth? They didn't send you errand. Hello? No. They do not send you an errand. It's your choice to take what the devil gives to you. To die when you are still living. Or to accept the power 
of his restoration. And say, even though I die, I will live again. Because my Redeemer liveth. Stand on our feet. Let's stand on our feet. Let's stand on our feet. Because he lives, you can live. The power of his restoration. I want you to close your eyes. You've accepted Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior in this hour. And you have not really, you have not shown his power. Oh, fatigue, Bonnie, you just hear people say, the Lord is great. You have not really experienced that greatness in your life. Or you have not really known him the way you're supposed to know. You have not surrendered all. Today is the day of restoration. He's on the cross as we're talking about. And he wrote, he, he was laid as we're talking about. Into the tomb. And the third day, he rose up. And that is what we're talking about. Today. He revealed himself to Mary and to many people. If you want to see him today, the best way to do is to give your life to Jesus. Surrender all to him. Surrender all to him. He's a jealous father. If you serve him today and go back to Africa, you get one power tomorrow. And next day, you go on back to church. You will not be able to know the power of his restoration. If you are a Christian that you've backslidden, you have not really committed everything into you. I want you to give your life to Jesus today. You want to rededicate your life to him. I want you, to, you to, to come and give your life to him. You can as well walk down to the altar. Every time you do that, you can do it as many times as you like. The most important thing is that you say, Father, I come to you. If you are here, you want to know him more than ever before. I want you to come to the altar. I want to pray for you. That that power to know him. You want to experience him. Or you need an intimate. Into me see. That is what we're talking about. Into me see. I want to have an intimate relationship with you. Why can't you take a step from where you are? Come to Jesus today. If you are here. You've backslidden. Please come. A new beginning. It gave a new life today. It died so that you can live. Or you want to experience him as your healer. You are sick. You have served him but have not experienced you. I want you to come to the altar. A, a prayer will bring healing and deliverance into your life. That I may know him. That I may know him. I want you to surrender your life to him today. And I really want to use this moment to pray for anyone that you feel my womb has died, is dead. Nothing is coming to life. I've tried to give back, but it has not really taken place. I want to know restoration in my womb.
please come out as well. Join them. I want to pray for you today. You know within yourself that your career, your destiny is dead. Completely dead. You know nothing is happening. Or you are a living, you are a living dead person. You are just living for living. You are just there. And just lower that for me, please. You know, there's some people that are dead person living. You cannot figure out anything. You don't know where your life is going. Can I tell you that today? You don't know where your life is going. You are dead. The power of his restoration is here today. Take a step. Join these people for me. I won't pray separately. That is what the Holy Spirit is asking me. I'm praying for you that your situation will know. Please join them. How do you want to know him as a savior, a deliverer, a healer? I want to know you. Mashakarabase. Begin to speak to him. Begin to speak to your father. I need a closer relationship. I want you to talk so I can hear. I want you to be close to me. Closer than ever before. Nearer than ever before. Let me know. Begin to tell him that. Let me know who you are. Don't say I don't have time for Jesus. Let me tell you, it created time for you to go on the cross. Thank you for coming out. It died. It created time for you. Let me ask Pastor Blessing. Did he not pray and say, Father, if it's, if it's possible, take this cup away from me. I don't want to do this. But do you know, he remembers you. He remember me and he did this for you. He took those lashes for you. I want you to begin to tell him, forgive me, Father. Forgive me, Lord. In any area of my life that I've sinned against you, that I've not been close to you, that I've rejected the love that you gave to me, I pray for mercy. I pray for mercy. I pray for mercy. Tell him I need a divine visitation. I want you to come to me. Sometimes we say, don't even look at what happened in the Bible. I'm telling you to look at me. I'm a living testimony. I want you to tell him the way you've revealed yourself and you have shown the power of your restoration. Of your daughter, Pastor Victoria. I want to experience it as well. It's a new beginning. And everything that is dead in the life of this one. There is a scripture. Please, Pastor, bless me. Let me to put it on the screen. Romans chapter 6, verse 4. It said, if you are dead with him, it said, you will be restored with him. That is what I want to use to pray for you. Whatsoever that is dead in your life, he has to come to life. In the mighty name of Jesus. The power of his resurrection that brought Lazarus from graveyard 
That power I'm prophesying to your life today. Let that power manifest in your life. Read that Romans 6 for me. Therefore, we are buried with him. We are buried with him through the baptism. Into death. Into death. That just as Jesus was raised from the dead. Just as Jesus was raised from death. By the glory of the Father. By the glory of the Father. Even so we. So we, we, we. Also shall walk in newness of life. A new life. I want you to bury anything that is seen in your life today. Begin to speak to him. Father, I bury every walk of flesh. I bury sin. I bury fornication. I bury backsliding. I bury frustration. Disease. The problem that is making you to go look for another God or backslide, I bury it today. I bury barrenness, bury problem, bury high blood pressure. <laughs> Until there is burial, there cannot be restoration. Until we die to flesh, there cannot be restoration. Until we die to flesh. Tell him I die to flesh. And I pray for you. That may that power, may you today, as Jesus, restorate today. May you restorate with him. May your life, may the Lord Almighty as you stand and you come to this altar. May you receive a new life, a new beginning, a new glory, new joy, new healing. May the power of his restoration manifest in your life. May the Lord Almighty quicken your dead body. May he quicken your soul. May your body come back to life. May your spirit come back to life. May your soul be resurrected. May you accept him fully. May you know him fully. May he reveal himself to you as your savior, as your deliverer, as your helper. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. This time next year, may you come back with blessing. This time next year, may you come back with testimony. May there be a new beginning in every area of your life. That new life that Pastor Blessing have just read, I decree it upon your life. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, I pray for you. Put your hands together. Thank you for listening to Above Limitations. I know you've been blessed with this message. Join Pastor Victoria at Freedom House 9 Factory Road, North Woolwich, London E16 2EL, Sundays 10 a.m. GMT. For more information, visit www.pastorvictoria.org. Email admin at pastorvictoria.org.